Book it shit. Book it shit. Book it shit. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where you book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today we're James Damone, D Money Allen. Cello. Primetime Travi T. Violence. And the bad guy. Ooh, what's a trouser snake? And this week, uh, <laughs> there's no little fudge. He's not, I don't know what he's doing. You guys probably know. Um, he's at a fucking is it a parent-teacher conference? I thought yeah. that's making his guild. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was last week. Oh, he's making a guild. He went to the Renaissance Festival to recruit for the guild. Remember when he was his company was gonna be Pog <laughs> and the G the G spe- stood for guild and we wrote if, if we came up we came up with I would say in a matter of like G's. a minute maybe two minutes we came up with a good 40, 50 better G's that he could have put in there <laughs> group. Generation, mm-hmm. fucking yeah, we'll say all kind of shit. Anything yeah. better than the damn guild. <laughs> he was gonna like. He's like, you guys are gonna pop for it, and we're mm-hmm. like, thank God you get told us what it was before. The thing is, actually... I knew what it was for a long time, and been was trying to get him to expose himself so I could I could roast him in front of the class. <laughs> <laughs> That's evil. All right. <laughs> you, you're, you're an asshole. Wait his, literally waiting for his downfall. So yep. this week we've got uh, D Money doing TCW. Let's get this. Let's get this going. <laughs> let's get this over with. Like, I was damn. gonna say let's get this over with, and I was like, you know, I'm not gonna be that mean. Yeah, already hating. Stop All the right. steal. All right, uh, you can. We're gonna make you big. Are you gonna explain like the book verse? I try. Uh, I think I okay. got talked over last week because John wouldn't let me. He just went right into his booking. So. Uh, if you've never listened to the Book of Verse, what it is, it's our own fantasy co- universe companies. Um, you can start back at the beginning of this series or start back at the beginning of the first Book of Verse um, to figure out how this goes. It's really easy. We just put on a show and then we rate it. Yep, pretty much. Uh, so this is going to be Toxic Championship Wrestling Presents Bound for Glory. Live from Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Point um, five. The theme song is Ruined by Lamb of God. So we're just going to get started with the first match. So uh, the build is the week after Ides of March. Cowboy shit is in the ring. Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang has the mic and says, Sean, Dolph, two weeks ago, we promised that we would show you what cowboy shit was all about. And that's exactly what we did at Ides of March. Of March. But some way, somehow, you walked out with the TCW tag team titles. I wonder how he then points to the toxic Tron and the clip plays of the end of the match and Sherry grabbing Paige's leg, preventing Hangman from breaking up the pin. Hangman says, so that's what we're doing, huh? I thought we were going to play fair and by the rules and see who's the better team. Uh, mano y mano, no bullshit, but I guess not. You had to cheat to beat us, but we're not going to cry over spilled milk. We're going to do something about it. Jimmy says that at Bound for Glory, we are enacting our rematch clause. And once again, it will be Cowboy shit versus Heart Stoppers. But this time, they won't let anybody stop them from recapturing their titles. Later in the night, Joy interviews the Heart Stoppers. 
Dolph says, Joy, cowboy, cowboy shit can cry all they want about what happened during their our match, but they should, shouldn't blame their loss on the beautiful Miss Sherry. They only have themselves to blame. Sean says that while they have a lot of respect for cowboy shit, they just don't have what it takes to be the best team in the world because they don't have the best two wrestlers in the world like we do. Sherry says that cowboy shit will will pale in comparison to the heartstoppers in and out of the ring as she rubs her hands down Dolphin Sean's chest. As they are walking away, they are suddenly attacked by the fallen messiahs, Christopher Daniels and Seth Rollins. The messiahs start beating them down as Seth yells, Did you forget about us? Huh? And those are still our titles. Uh, Seth climbs to the top of a car as Dolph holds Sherry's head against the hood of the car for Seth to do the stomp. But then at the last second, cowboy shit comes over and it sends uh, Seth and Daniels running off. Seth and Daniels all wave and they do the like belt taunt, like saying that we're going to win the belt. Um, the next week, David Arquette is in his office and Seth and Daniels walk in and say, you wanted to see us. David says that due to their heinous actions last week, Sean and Dolph aren't here tonight. Seth mockingly says he's so, so sorry to hear that. But we needed to send a message that we are back. We won our rematch that we are we were due since we never got it after Cyber Sunday. Arquette says that yes, they are due a rematch, but so is Cowboy shit. Daniel says that that's not our problem and that the Fallen Messiah should be first in line. At that moment, Cowboy shit walks in and sees the Fallen Messiahs and they're ready to fight. But um, Arquette says, "Not in my office." Cowboy shit says, "That's fine, but why did you call us in here?" With with uh, them, David says that since both of you are the right have a rightful claim to be the number one contenders for the tag titles, that at Bound for Glory it will be the Heartstoppers versus Cowboy Shit versus the Fallen Messiahs, and that next week there will be a triple threat match. The member of each one member each of each team will compete in that, and the winning team gets to pick the the match type. Jimmy says that with says what about Sherry because she always gets involved. Uh, or because she already got involved last time. David says she's already been banned for ringside. Uh, Seth says that I'm a little disappointed. I was looking forward to stomping her head in. Uh, but you two clowns shouldn't even bother showing up because we are going to become the first two-time TCW Tag Team Champions. The two teams get into each other's face as it cuts to commercial. On the go-home show, the Heartstoppers are in the ring. Dolph says that two weeks ago, two cowards decided to attack us from behind. But even worse is that they put their hands on Sherry. Sean says, Sherry is one of the biggest reasons I've had success in this business. It is a bigger legend than either of you two can dream of. Um, he, and he's visibly upset. Dolph tries to like calm Sean down. Dolph says that Cowboy Shit and the Fallen Messiahs don't have to worry about Sherry at all because she's injured right now due to the attack. Um, but Sherry's a, a legend and a professional, professional and wants us to focus focus on the ultimate goal, defending these as he holds up the titles. Dolph says, tonight I am going to beat Seth and Hangman, and then we are going to pick what type of match we defend our titles in. 
and we guarantee that we will walk in as champions and we will walk out the same. Later in the night, Dolph hits a zigzag on Hangman, but then gets hit with a curve stomp by Seth, and the Fallen Messiahs win and get to decide the match type. As Seth is, come, is going up the ramp, Christopher Daniels joins him with the mic. Daniel says that now that we have the power to decide what kind of match we are have we what kind of match we have decided that we will win our titles back in a match I helped popularize, Elevation X. The camera pans to the ring and Dolph and Hangman look towards the ramp in shock as Seth uh, laughs obnoxiously. You know the, the Seth laugh. Um. So um to the match, I will say for this. It's called Elevation X, but I'm using the Ultimate X rules. So the um, you get to pull down the X. Yeah, you have to well the titles. There's no X, so it's the title. So it's the well, ropes. That's, what I mean. that's what I mean. It's yeah. yeah, it's the ropes with the X as opposed to like the scaffold. Yeah, like the like plank. You borrowed the the scaffold for me. I did. So how are you using? The I change. I changed the rule. I changed the match. I'm pretty much doing. <laughs> I pretty much just changed, stole the name from you, so that I can change the rules. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so so explain it now. So so, so, so it's pretty much the <laughs> ultimate X, but I'm calling it Elevation X. You ain't shit. But wow. <laughs> I, hey, Kenny, I I I like uh, pirated the the gimmick, but. I at least made it made it different in some way. Yeah, I was saying you at least use the scaffold. He's, He's like, nah, both of us. He's screwed both yeah. of us. <laughs> we didn't even uh, talk about this. He just <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the so match starts with the heart stopper is going right after Seth and Daniels with H2K and Dolph getting the early advantage. Uh, actually, let me. So this, I actually looked. The Elevation X isn't the like bringing the title down. It's the. I'm aware. It's the you got to throw the person off the el- the elevation. Which I, didn't I wasn't that. doing I didn't that, that for this. But I switched the rules. I did too. Okay, uh, but you switched you didn't switch the you rules. Switched the you switched type. the match type. <laughs> you switched the match type. You said, I know I I know I draft the ultimate X, but there's a tables, ladders, and chairs in this, and there's no elevation <laughs> or an X. Uh, so, so the match starts with the heartbreakers going out right after Seth and Daniels with HBK and Dolph getting the early advantage. Hangman and Yang watch for a moment, then join in on the fight, and it's and there's just chaos. Jimmy Wang Yang, uh, and this is going to be spots. I'm not going like bell to bell with with the match. So Jimmy Wang Yang hits a spinning, um, a jumping spinning lariat on Seth. Sean hits a teardrop suplex on Christopher Daniels, fi- followed by Dolph hitting the heart stopper elbow drops. Um, Seth hits a rip court knee on Hangman, followed by Daniels hitting the spicy drop. But when he turns around, he gets hit with a diving crossbody by Yang. Seth and Hangman are exchanging strikes with Hangman getting the upper hand and hanging the discus smash. Um, that drops Seth, but then gets hit with the famous, or then but then Dolph hits a famous on Hangman. Uh, HBK hits a spike pile driver on Yang. He starts to climb up the structure, um, but then he gets cut off by Daniels, who puts him on his shoulder and hits an electric chair drop. Uh, the Messiahs and Heartstoppers are brawling on the outside, leaving Yang and Hangman in the ring. Yang looks at Hangman and hits his top, uh, Tobe Suicida, um, taking out what? everyone. But, what? A what? Tobe Suicida. 
Okay, yeah, that's right. You didn't say that the first time. <laughs> yeah, I no, I fucked it up. I was just gonna let it go. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> taking out <Sorry>. everyone <laughs> with Seth, who avoids it at the very last second and points to his head, like saying, "I'm too smart, like for that." But then <laughs> Hangman comes flying over the top uh, with a suicide dive of his own and takes Seth Ooh. out in the process, and then like poses for the crowd. I don't know why um, when you said suicide, I just imagine a Japanese wrestler running and be like, suicide! And then just go hit that move. Because <laughs> I know I'll racist. be hyped. That's what they do. They yell that stuff out mid-match. Again, no. show me a video of them yelling out suicide. Hey, no, that's suicide. I'm saying they would yell out their moves, is what I'm saying. They would literally <laughs> scream it out. <laughs> Uh, Dolph tries to hit a German suplex on Daniels, but he lands on his feet and then he hits a super kick on Dolph. Then goes for Angel's wings, but Hangman hits a buckshot lariat, taking Daniels out. Uh, Yang hits a uh, sit-out scoop slam pile driver on da- on Sean, then makes his way up the structure. Dolph slides in and hits a springboard zigzag off the structure, so like he's on the side of, and like he zigzags him off of it. Uh, or springboards and then zigzags them off of it. Dolph is fighting with Hangman on the outside and hits a Superman kick, then puts him on the announce table. Sean then hits a diving elbow drop through the announce table. Uh, Hangman hits a swinging neck breaker on Dolph, followed by Yang hitting a springboard moonsault, but then Christopher Daniels hits the BME on the back of Yang. Um, Seth manages to make his way up the structure and grabs a hold of the ropes. And he starts to make his way to the center to grab the titles. Dolph springboards in and manages to like grab Seth by the by the waist. So like they're both like on like Dolph's or Seth's on the structure. Dolph's like around his waist. Um, Seth is trying to hang on, but he loses his grip and Dolph uh, holds on as they fall and hits a German suplex. Like so, um, like off the the uh, the ropes essentially. Yang is making his way along the ropes, but Daniels pulls him down, then kicks him in the gut and hits the angel's wings. Sean then hits Sweet Chin Music, then gets picked up by Paige, who hits Deadeye. Um, Paige starts to climb the structure, but then Seth runs up and hits a superplex, followed by the Falcon Arrow. Uh, Dolph, Seth, and Yang are climbing up the structure on three different corners and racing to the middle. They each start kicking, like they're in the middle, and they're kicking each other, trying to force the others to drop. Uh, Sean gets under Seth, Hangman gets under Dolph, and Daniels gets under Yang, um, and they pull them into the like uh, off of it into an electric chair position. As they're on um, the other the person's shoulders, um, they like the guys up top start like punching each other uh, while they're on their shoulders. Um, like they're throwing hands back and forth. The men under each other um, they go to hit an electric chair drop, but it gets reversed into. A po- each person gets hit, hit gets hit with a poison rana. Okay. It's like uh, three poison ranas at the same time. Uh, everyone is up and brawling. Yang breaks away and climbs up to the top of the structure and hits a moonsault, uh, moonsault off the structure on everybody, taking like everybody out. Um, Seth is climbing and makes his way to the titles when he gets pulled down by Yang and the two exchange blows back and forth. Paige then hits a buckshot lariat that takes them both out, so like a double buckshot lariat. He then kips up and signals that he's going to make the climb. He climbs to the top and starts making his way to the middle. Yang slides in and manages to grab him and starts yanking on him to bring him down. Uh, 
Or no, it wouldn't have been Yang. It would have been Seth. He wouldn't have pulled down Paige. I wrote that wrong. Um, yeah, Seth slides in, manages to grab him and start janking on him to bring him down. Seth manages to kick him away momentarily. But as he starts coming back, Seth drops down and hit the curb stomp off the... So Seth is sorry. Seth is on the like on the ropes and is hanging, and Yang's like trying to pull him down. Seth like manages to like kick him away, like so he like goes back a little bit as Yang like tries to come back in. Seth drops down and hits a um a curb stomp off the off the X as the fans chant "Holy shit!" In the process, though, Seth hurts his ankle and is screaming out in pain as he tries to stand and climb up the structure. But you can barely stand. Dolph slides in and hits a zigzag on Seth. Sean is up as well and begins to climb to the ropes and manages to wrap his legs around the ropes and like scoots his way to the middle. Paige climbs into the ring and tries to make his way up the structure, but Dolph stops him and hits a top rope German suplex. Uh, Sean manages to grab the titles and the heart stoppers retain the tag team titles. Sean drops down and the two embrace and hold the titles up and celebrate. So the winners are the heart stoppers. Okay. Um I'm gonna say, in my opinion, the match was fire. The build was not. That that's how I feel about it. Um I do have to take some points, you know, away for, <laughs> for stealing the match type, but it's not a lot. Um I mean, it is a whole point, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm gonna do it. Okay, so you had a three match brings you to a four. Story was like, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a just a straight three. I feel like okay. that's be perfect perfect rating. Straight straight three. Okay, I agree with everything you said except for taking points away for the match type. I don't think that that's fair. Because you didn't necessarily use Ultimate X. But I can't change this score, but I'm still going to give you a three. Okay. I I liked everything. I liked the participants. I liked the match. I'm giving you a five. Thank you. Would you like that he stole the match? I don't give a <laughs> shit. He didn't steal it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all literally said that next book inverse, we're not drafting like match types. And we're just fucking gonna. Even if you draft, not Kenny. Match, Kenny said gonna, he was gonna draft match. Types. We're just, we're just. No, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I thought we. I said I was gonna draft match types. But I didn't know we were like dead to like. Hey, you don't have to do that anymore. We're not doing. You draft don't have types. to. You don't have to. Don't we're have just saying to. that if you draft TLC, we're just gonna have Full Metal Mayhem, which is the same right. Match. It's just changing. Really, what it came down to is just draft superstars you, and, and you. And you're basically. You're basically drafting the name of the paper, the the match, rather than the match. Because there's always exactly. an easy. Yeah, we're just gonna T and we're just gonna TNA it. Well, if you like, you said the World Rumble DLC, has I'll just draft. Yeah. So, so, okay, so while we're on here, just real quick, are we gonna are, are we at, are we drafting matches at all? You can. It's I'm up not, to you. You can. I'm not going to. But there's no point. There's, there's no, no rule against spot. it. It's up to you. The draft. No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, 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 if nobody else is drafting matches, then I'm not drafting matches either. That's what I'm saying. I'll just draft okay. people. I'm yeah, not drafting matches. I'm we'll not. worry about that when we go to draft. Right yeah. now, we're worried about. Uh, I, don't, I, 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 I just want to make sure. I, I, I just want to so give me my sure. dollar back. No, hey, that, that ain't this. Uh, that ain't going on for this one. That's next time. Also, I don't know who Facebook user is. That's John. It's John. Oh. 
Oh, five dollars. Write that down. I don't know if he's serious, but uh, so wait. If you've been grave live, why can't you fucking be here? Right? I, I don't. I don't, I don't think he's on. He can be on camera. Fuck That's that. Why. He can listen to you, but he can't be on camera. Yeah, I think that's what's <laughs> happening. Um, so second match. So, uh, the build. Uh, Christopher Chris Masters is interviewed by Joy the week after Ides of March. Masters says that Eugene and Regal did all that studying, um, just to lose. Just in like, just like in high school in life, might makes right, and the jock always beats up the nerd and gets the pretty girl. He then kisses Liv. And there's nothing anybody can do about that. William Regal then comes comes over. Master says, what the hell do you want, old man? I already beat you, and I beat your best student. Regal says, yes, you defeated uh, young, young Eugene, but it was because of her, not because you were the better man. Young Eugene. The thing we... <laughs> he used to always <laughs> call him young Eugene. I hate that. Uh, <laughs> We did uh, the thing. So we the thing we didn't plan on was you needing help from Liv to keep her title. We didn't know she was the brains of the operation. Masters becomes enraged and says, "I don't need anybody's help." If that um, Regal then says, "If that's the case, you'll prove it and give Eugene another chance at the Pure Championship at Bound for Glory." Masters says, um, "Yes, and this time I'm going to make Eugene tap out." Uh, Regal smiles and then walks away. The following week, Eugene has a one-on-one match against Spike Dudley and beats him in about five minutes. After the match, as he's celebrating, Masters comes from the crowd and attacks him from behind, then locks in the Master Lock until he passes out. Regal comes out with a chair to stop the attack and checks on Eugene as Masters walks to the back, flexing and smiling. The following week, it's announced that the match at Bound for Glory will be a submission match. Masters has a match against Spike um, the fo- that week, but it's more competitive than the match that Eugene had, and Spike almost beats him when Liv distracts the ref and Masters mas- manages to lock in the Master Lock, forcing U- Spike to tap, but Masters refuses to let go. Eugene run it- runs in from the back, and the two brawl with Eugene managing to get the upper hand and goes for a Boston Crab, but Liv manages to uh, help Masters get away. Um, after the commercial, Masters and Liv are making their way to the locker room, and we hear Masters yell at her for helping him, and then he doesn't need her help, and he's sick and tired of people saying that he's only the champion because of her. Liv tries to apologize, but Masters says, leave me alone. The following week, Regal and Eugene are in the ring, and Regal tells the story of how Eugene went from being a laughingstock in a comedy act to one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, and that at Bound for Glory, Eugene is going to prove that hard work will always be muscle. Uh, Eugene t- thanks U- Regal for teaching him and being a mentor for him since their WWE days, and then he wants to win the title not just for himself, but for Regal as well. Eugene says that Chris Masters is the strongest man he's ever been in the ring with, but that won't stop him from breaking him down and making him tap. Masters appears on the Toxitron and says that last week that Regal got into his head and he apologized to Liv for yelling at her. He says that the mental games won't work on him and that at Bound for Glory, he is going to break Eugene in half and send him back into obscurity. Uh, So for the match. So before the match, 
we see a montage of Masters' uh, dominant like title reign and making his opponents either tap out or submit. Then it cuts to Eugene training with Regal and Chris Jericho on submission holds. <clears throat> Jericho says that he's more than happy to teach Eugene so that he can beat that pompous jerk, but when he does, he expects to be first in line for a title shot. Eugene shakes his hand and agrees. Uh, Masters comes out initially with Liv, but then sends her to the back. Liv initially protests, like, why can't I come out with you? Uh, but after Masters tells her to go, she goes to the back. Eugene comes out with Regal, but once again, Regal goes and sits at the announce table. <coughs> the match starts with both men locking up into a test of strength with Masters getting the initial advantage. But Eugene manages to start to overpower Masters, but then powers or powers, then Masters knees Eugene in the stomach. Masters starts to work on Eugene's neck. Iris whips him and hits a swinging neck breaker. Um, again, this is all just spots. Uh, Masters positions Eugene against the ropes and slaps him several times in the chest, but Eugene starts to fight back until Masters knees him again, then slams him again, him near the ropes, then stands on Eugene's neck while holding onto the ropes and yells at Regal, uh, who's at the announce table. Regal says that Masters better worry about Eugene and not him. Masters Irish whips Eugene, then goes for a splash in the corner, but Eugene moves out of the way at the last second. Eugene then hits a series of hard elbows to Masters' head. Masters pushes him away, but then, Mas or then Eugene starts kicking Masters' leg. Eugene tries to lock in the walls of Jericho, but Masters manages to kick Eugene away, then hits a massive clothesline. He then locks in a bulldog choke, and Eugene barely manages to get to the bottom rope to break the hold using one of his rope breaks. Masters' gorilla press slams then locks in a cross face on Eugene, but Eugene again manages to make it to the rope using another rope break. He's now down to one rope break. Masters then stomps on Eugene's neck and hits a DDT, then flexes. Masters sets up for the master lock, but Eugene manages to fight him off before he can lock it in, forcing him to retreat. Then Iris whips him and hits a flying forearm, then the Judas effect that rocks Masters, sending him to one knee. Eugene then hits a bridging German suplex, then turns Masters onto his back and uh, hits a lion soul. Eugene immediately goes for the walls of Jericho as Masters screams out in pain but refuses. Um, he locks in the walls of Jericho as Masters screams out in pain but refuses to tap. He tries to power out of it but it can't, so he makes his way to the rope and he uses a rope break. Eugene goes for the double underhook powerbomb, but Masters manages to counter it into a back body drop and hits a big boot on Eugene. Masters is holding his back and picks up Eugene for the vertical suplex power slam, but can't keep him up due to the damage to his back. Eugene breaks free and delivers a hard chop to Masters' chest, then turns around and hits Eugene uh, hard chop to Masters' chest. But then when he turns it, but then... Uh, Masters hits Eugene with, Eugene with a closed fist. Masters receives a warning from the referee. Uh, Stryker points out if that if he does that again, he would be disqualified and lose the title. Masters grabs Eugene, puts him into the corner, and beats him down and chokes him with his boot, letting go at the count of four. Masters then, Masters then flexes and points at Regal and says, your boy is done. Eugene stumbles out of the corner and Masters locks in the Master Lock as hard as possible. 
Eugene tries to maneuver his way out of it but can't quite escape. In a desperate move, he manages to make it to the ropes, forcing the rope break, but now he has no more rope breaks. Master smirks then goes right back after Eugene, who hits a code breaker and both men are down. Um, throughout the match, like as this is all happening, uh, periodically we see Chris Jericho looking at the monitor in the back, like you can tell he's rooting for Ma- or for um, Eugene. So was Masters that Freudian in slip. What was that Freudian slip? No, it's it wasn't a Freudian slip. Um, throughout the match, we see or <clears throat> I just said that Masters and Eugene both managed to make it up at the ref at the ref's count of eight. And exchange slaps and elbows. Eugene goes for another Judas effect, but this time Masters ducks it and catches Eugene in the master lock. Eugene has no more rope breaks and begins to fade. The ref lifts lifts his arm up once, it goes down. Twice, it goes down. Third time, he manages to keep it up. Eugene manages to uh, power out of it. He kicks Masters in the gut and locks in the master lock himself. Masters gets to the rope using his second rope break. As the ref's breaking up, Masters uses his leg to um, to low blow Eugene, like where the ref can't see it, then goes to put him in the master lock again. But Masters or Eugene actually manages to counter it and lock in the walls of Jericho. Masters is screaming out in pain. It looks like he's, he might tap when Liv comes out running from the back and gets on the apron and distracts the ref. Masters taps, but the ref doesn't see it. Eugene realizes what is happening and goes over to, to Liv to tell her to get down. Masters tries to take advantage and hit a close fist punch behind the rest back, but Eugene ducks and Masters almost decks Liv. Um, as he turns around, um, Eugene hits an exploder then locks in the lion tamer. Uh, Masters struggles and tries to fight his way to the ropes, but he can't <laughs> and he's forced to tap out. The winner and the new TCW pure champion is Eugene. Regal and Eugene celebrate in the ring as Liv, go, get, uh, as Liv goes into the ring and checks on Masters. Uh, Eugene and Regal leave the ring. As Masters makes his way to his feet, Liv apologize, apologizes and says, I'm sorry. Masters says it's okay, and he hugs her. They then start to turn to leave when Masters locks Liv in the master lock, refusing to let go, and then throws her down. Um, Regal and Eugene like run out from the back, and like Masters run, gets out of the leaves out through the crowd, um, smirking um, as he leaves the arena, and it it's, it goes to um, like a commercial. That's it. Yep, that's it. So Masters um, loses the title, Eugene wins, and then he locks Masters like. Locks live in the master lock. This is a pay per view. Yes. What commercials are playing? It's just like a an ad for Amazon. It's an Amazon like, ad. We're on Amazon. Bro. Oh, wait, wait a second. Commercials play during pay per views now. Yeah, they play all the time. Uh, that is a thing, isn't it? It's not yeah. a pay per view. It's a premium live event. I don't get pay per view. I, I mean, I don't get commercials. You get I pay the ten dollars. I get a video package. Yeah, which is the same problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just an Amazon Prime. I'm, like, I'm used to they're not because we're on because we're on Amazon. I'm used to they're not we're owned by Amazon. There shouldn't be, but here we are. Ugh. I didn't like this. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not gonna lie to you too. Um, 
I felt like I would have. I really wanted Chris Jericho to cost Eugene the, the match. I don't know why, but that's what I wanted. But then you wouldn't have gotten the title shot. No, it's one of those things where where I feel I feel where Travis coming from. I feel like we wanted more out of this. Chris Jericho is just there. I want more. Well, he trained him a little bit, but it was like he trained him, and then it sets up for Jericho versus Eugene at um. Chris Jericho played the Jose Lothario role for WrestleMania 12. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That would be more. Um, no, William Regal got talking. Well, they were both. He was training with Regal and Jericho. Yeah, but but Regal had promos. I guess, Jericho just yeah. said, "You better go out there and win. I'll be rooting for you, so I can <laughs> beat you next." Like, <laughs> no, like you know that. he is no, no. He, you know who he is actually. He's Apollo Creed. That's who he is. Yeah, in the in Rocky. That's exactly I didn't think of that, but sure. I'll train you because one day we're going to have our rematch. I feel like, I don't know. What did you give? I want to see get, if I'm mean or not. I was going to give you a 1.5 because I didn't. Yeah. I don't like this match type either. Wow. Yeah, he was he was worse than I was. I mean, mine no, was wait, bad, but, but, wait, but yours 1. was worse 1.5 is not where I'm going to end because... You're going to get a dollar for Chris Masters putting Liv Morgan in the master lock. Okay. So I'm going to give you okay. 2.5. I'll take it. <laughs> so, so so now you are better than mine then. I, was, I don't like that match type. I didn't like the storyline. Yeah, I don't I know you think don't Eugene like should have won. It's just convoluted. There's too much going on. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I thought I was going to be the mean one here. Well, technically I am the meaner one here because I – um actually down by a quarter. So I, I had you at a 2.25 for that one. Okay. All right, I gotta be real with you. Yeah. I, I loved it. <laughs> I'm here for a fucking that's a fucking five for me, my guy. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody gets fives from Mike except for me. I'm still winning. Somehow, I gave you so five. How that works. I don't think you did. Yeah, he sure definitely he did. did. I definitely did. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. I got y'all. But yeah, it set up like a bunch. I tried to set up a bunch of things in this story. I like, set up an ad, another Mac. I also set up trouble with Liv and Masters. No, Travis, you didn't set up trouble. Travis, you haven't gone this round. Both, yeah, I've been nicer. Trouble. I've been nicer this round more specifically. Maybe. I like your, he gave you five two pay per views ago. Yeah, but not last pay per view. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, but but that was last round. We're going to do you were being nice round. last round too. Well, I right remember t- how much I rode for you, and then you wasn't riding for me. <laughs> Look, man, I'm trying to ride for you. Uh, John said dorky but entertaining. Three point five. I hate the fact that he's doing this from the side. <laughs> <like this>. Right? <laughs> he's ruining the show. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with my five. I liked it. I liked the people. Thank you. I like the characters. Uh, I like the story. I like Liv getting put into the master lock. I'm here for it. <laughs> John also said, Travis, you don't get many fives in general. I'm still beating you. That is also true. Okay, so on to the next match. So the build for this one. So two weeks after Ides, um Alco DJ returns to TCW and makes their way to the ring with little Guido 
holding a briefcase. Enzo does not come out strutting or anything. He's like noticeably more serious than normal. Normally, I'd come out here and I'd give my spiel, but not tonight. I'm not in the mood to try and entertain you idiots. Rooster, get your ass out here right now. I want my rematch right here, right now. Uh, Rooster appears on the Toxitron. Rooster says, sorry, I'm not there. I'm not there right now. Like I said, after I won an Elimination Chamber, I'm going to go around the world defending this title. And I've been a very busy man. You see, I beat uh, Naito in New Dragon Wrestling. Then I beat Brian uh, Kendrick in BBW. Then I beat Jushin Liger in PTC. And about 20 minutes ago, I beat Heath Slater in RCW. When I said I was going to take on all comers, I meant it. Unlike you who hides behind Rocky Balboa and Joe Pesci. Once I get back to TCW, though, I promise I'll give you your shot. Enzo says, you're going around to other companies and risking my title? You have no right. You're nothing more than a paper champion. Enzo says, since you won't come bring, fight me like a man and insist, and insist on going to second-rate companies and facing second-rate competition, you force me to go to plan B. Enzo tells Guido to hand him the briefcase, and he opens it up and reveals a stack of money. This is $500,000 and goes to whoever takes you out. I don't care if it's someone from TCW, RCW, PTC, ABC, one, two, three. I don't give a damn. I am getting my title back either by beating you or getting rid of you. That, that line was, was tired. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> uh, it's announced the following week that it will be Enzo versus Rooster for the TCW title at Bound for Glory. Over the course of the week, we see several wrestlers from different companies try and attack Rooster, but each time he manages to fight them off and escape. Uh, Rooster appears on the Pat McAfee show, and the two talk about his journey from nowhere in the Duffy Wrestling League to the now being in the big leagues and winning the X Division Championship. Rooster also talks about his relationship with Ted DiBiase. Wait, wait, what is what has he been in the big leagues? He was in TC. He's been in TCW. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Murder happens. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, to the big leagues. He's insulting you too, uh, Ken. Oh, I guess technically not. You haven't used Rooster. Nope. Uh, but technically, he's your. Guy, he drafted him, but he didn't put him on screen. You put him on screen. Yeah, I know. You called. You're not. He's been stuck in fucking DPW developmental and couldn't even get up, get called up. He was going to um, be in the Royal Rumble. Was, he's going to be surprised, and I changed my mind. <laughs> uh, now he's not getting anything. He got yeah, sent I, back. I, 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 went, I, went different, I went a different route. I just gave him the moan. He got uh, sent back down to TCW. He Rooster, Rooster also <laughs> he said back down to TCW. Back down to TCW. He's actually. I just said he was in your guys' company, being your. Oh, no, he wasn't in no. my company. He visited. and I gave him Heath Slater. Yeah, he visited, <laughs> he visited Liger. Tell him to fight Jamie Nobu if he's really about that life. <laughs> if I could have got, if we might have to talk. Uh, <laughs> not, actually, not this book ever. Sorry, I got other shit planned. But Rooster also talks about his relationship with Ted DiBiase Jr who Rooster feels has has made the show all about himself, while guys like himself who have more talent than their pinky ring get put on the side because they weren't born into money. Uh, Pat asks Rooster about the bounty and Enzo. 
Rooster says he has little to no respect for Enzo because he never can handle things for himself. And he's always had to rely on other people, whether it was a big cast or Bruno and Guido. He says Enzo likes to write checks with his mouth, but then needs help for others to cash him. They conclude the interview with Rooster and Matt shaking, or not Matt, Rooster and Pat shaking hands. As Rooster turns his head, Pat super kicks him, jumps over his desk, and starts to beat him down along with the rest of the cast. But then they start to like bicker between each other and fight over who's, who would get the money. Rooster manages to get up. <laughs> Wait, the whole take, cast beat him up? The, the, there's like and three lost. other guys on um, four and the one Pat and McAfee lost. Show. Yeah. PTC. <laughs> PTC. <laughs> PTC. Um, as, so hey, it's, remember, it's Pat and then like the three, I think there's three other guys on the show. That's what I'm saying. Like they jumped in and got beat up. Rooster. Yeah. As Rooster, <laughs> um, Rooster manages to get up and take out the rest of the cast, um, dodge a, a kick from Pat, then he power bombs him through, the t- through a table. Security rushes in as Rooster leaves the studio and he escapes in his car. Uh, Rooster then cancels all of his other indie bookings for that week. Uh, Pat tweets out that he's okay and that it was just business and he hopes there's no hard feelings and invites Rooster back onto the show. Uh, Rooster appears in TCW the following week carrying a steel pipe and makes his way to the ring. Enzo, where are you? You wanted me so bad I'm here now. Why wait until Bound for Glory? Let's do this right here, right now. And then when I beat you, not only will I have your title, I'm going to take your cash too. Enzo comes out and says that he's not disappointed. He's that he's a little disappointed he made it this long, but he's not surprised because you get what you pay for. And let's be honest, no one outside this company is worth a damn. Uh, Rooster says. That's that's where you're wrong. Uh, don't get me wrong. TCW is loaded with talent, but so is every other company. And that's why I wanted to test myself in those companies. But due to your bounty, I can't do that right now. Uh, hell, I got a podcast host attacking me. But why, do you, why don't you come down here alone, face me man to man, and prove to me, prove to me why they call you um, that... Uh, why prove to me uh, why they call you that dude, or or sorry, and I'll prove to you why they <laughs> why they call me that dude. Enzo said, "I'd love to um, come down there and shut your mouth, but not tonight. You don't get it, Rooster. This is my show. This is my company. This is my division. You don't run a damn thing here. I do. So we'll have our match when I say we'll have our match, and that's at Bound for Glory." But if I were you, I'd be more worried about making it there. Because I think he wants the $500,000. Enzo points to the back and Bam Bam Bigelow comes out and makes his way to the ring. Uh, Rooster is obviously noticeably smaller and tries to fight back or fight Bam but gets overpowered. Bam Bam hits a belly-to-belly suplex on Rooster followed by greetings from uh, Asbury Park. Bam then grabs a chair and wraps it around Rooster's legs and hits a Bam Bam salt onto it. Enzo comes down to the ring and hands the briefcase to Bam Bam as paramedics check on Rooster. Bam Bam goes back toward Rooster to attack him again, but then Keith Lee comes out with a steel chair, sending El DJ fleeing into the crowd. Uh, the following week, Enzo is interviewed going 
is interviewed going to see um, David Arquette with Bigelow. He says that Bigelow is the newest member of El Codice and that he got the job done last week by taking out that mosquito rooster. He then goes into Arquette's office and demands to be handed the title since Rooster's injured. David says that he isn't going to reward Enzo for paying someone else to take out Rooster. Plus, he just talked to Rooster, and while he's hurt, he will be at Bound for Glory and that their match is still on. Enzo says that after Bound for Glory, he will once again become the X Division champion and send Rooster crawling back to the B Leagues. Also to the match. So uh, before the match, we see Guido and uh, Bruno getting ready to come out with Enzo. Enzo says, you two can stay back here. Guido says, uh, boss, why? Enzo says, the last time you two dropped the ball, so Bam Bam is going to come out with me, and you two are going to stay back here. You can get everything ready for the celebration. Uh, Enzo comes out with Bam wearing blue and gold leopard print. Rooster, who Joy talks to on the way to Gorilla, tells her that his ankle is injured, but he's a fighter and that he's not going to let Enzo win back the title because of injury. He also says that he doesn't, he didn't forget about Bam Bam. Keith Lee appears and says, um, who says, if anything goes down with Bigelow, I got your back tonight. The two then fist bump and Rooster comes out wearing red and black with, but has a slight limp. Uh, the match starts with Rooster going right after Enzo, but Enzo backs himself into the corner to force a rope break. Rooster backs up. Enzo walks back into the center. Then they lock up Rooster backing Enzo into the corner again. Rooster tries to give a clean break, but Enzo rakes Rooster's eyes and chop blocks him uh, when he's turned around. Uh, Enzo hits elbow drops to the injured leg of Rooster. He puts the leg on the bottom rope, then jumps on it. Enzo locks in the single leg Boston Crab. Rooster manages to make it to the rope for a rope break. Uh, Enzo is slapping the back of Rooster's head and mocking him. Rooster pushes him away. Enzo comes back at him, and Rooster hits a big lariat. Uh, Rooster's limp is noticeably worse, but Rooster keeps fighting. Rooster hits a series of hard elbows. Iris whips Enzo, then hits a flapjack. He then kips up, but then immediately grabs the leg. He goes back towards Enzo, who manages to hit a drop toe hold, then stops on the leg repeatedly. Enzo waits for Rooster to stand up, and Enzo hits a drop kick, and then kips up and mocks Rooster and tells the crowd to shut the hell up. He goes for the pin, but only gets a count of one. Enzo goes for the running close or running crossbody, but Enzo or Rooster manages to catch him and hits a fallaway slam for a two count. Rooster slaps his leg, trying to get to like help get the feeling back in it. Um, Rooster gets a second win and hits a series of hard elbows, followed by a brain buster for another two count. Enzo rolls out of the ring and, go, and goes to consult with Bam. Rooster sees this and hits a suicide dive to the outside, but Ro- Enzo moves out of the way at the last second, and uh, Rooster ends up hitting Bam Bam instead. He throws Enzo back into the ring for a two count. Or they brawl, and then... Um, Rooster gets the advantage, and then he throws uh, uh, Enzo back into the ring, but only gets a two count. Rooster hits a Shining Wizard, then a Standing Moonsault for a long two count, but Enzo manages to kick out. Rooster goes to the top rope, but Enzo gets up and meets him up there and hits a Hurricane Rana. He then goes for and hits DDG, which is the Diving DDT. Rooster just manages to kick out of it. Enzo goes back to the injured leg with stomps and kicks. 
who drags him to the corner and smashes his leg repeatedly against the post. Um, Enzo tries to lock in mob ties, which is the rings of Saturn, but Rooster is able to hit back elbows to avoid it. Um, or, yeah, hit back with elbows to avoid it. He tries to go for a springboard cutter, but because of the injury, he can't and like just falls to the ground. Enzo hits a tornado DDT on Rooster, but only gets the two count. Enzo waits for Rooster to stand back up and hits the realist combination. Enzo Irish whips Rooster, who bounces off the ropes and counters Enzo's clothesline attempt with a blue thunder bomb for a long two count. Uh, Rooster makes his way to the corner and signals going for the double moonsault. Uh, Bam gets on the apron and distracts Rooster in the ref as Enzo comes from behind and tries to schoolboy schoolboy him while holding the types the tights, but Rooster manages to kick out. Enzo hits a uh, sidekick to the head of Rooster. Enzo again only gets a two count and is noticeably frustrated. Like he's like hit slapping the mat. Um, Enzo goes for the flying crossbody off the top rope, but Rooster just manages to duck and Enzo lands on the ref, taking him out, taking him out. Enzo signals to Bam to get a chair, but before he can interfere, Keith Lee comes out and the two big men start brawling up the ramp and into the back. Enzo is distracted by all of this and gets up or gets back after Rooster with a close or goes after Rooster with a uh, with a clothesline but misses. Rooster hits wake up call, which is the Salida del Sol, uh, but the ref is still down. Rooster goes to get him um, goes to get the ref when a hooded figure hops the fence and starts attacking Rooster. The man pulls down the hood and it's Will Osprey. Osprey rolls Rooster back into the ring and hits the Stormbreaker. And then we hear him yelling, TDJ sent me to remind you that you don't mess with TDJ. Enzo crawls on top of Osprey as Osprey uh, rolls out of the ring. The rest starts to stir. One, two, three. The winner and the new TCW X Division champion is Enzo Amore. You mentioned TDJ, so you get a far from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go with an uh, honest score. I think uh, I'm going to give it a 4.25. I think it was pretty good. It wasn't perfect. Can you okay, give I'll me take the it. Finish again. So uh, the ref gets taken out. Bam Bam goes to get a chair, but then Keith Lee like, comes out because he said he had Rooster's back. He t- Bam Bam and Keith Lee like brawl to the back. So they're out. Enzo goes to attack Rooster. Rooster hits Salida Del Sol, or wake up call is what he calls it. But the ref's still down, so like he doesn't make the count. Rooster goes to, like slides out to like throw get the ref back in. Uh, someone hops the fence like with their hood up and attacks him. Um, pulls the hood down. It's Will, Will Osprey. Osprey rolls Rooster back into the ring. He hits the Stormbreaker and he yells um, like, that TDJ sent him to like remind. Um, uh, Rooster that he doesn't mess with TDJ uh, because he's been talking all the shit about TDJ. Uh, Enzo crawls over and like gets his puts his arm on Osp- on um, Rooster. The ref manages to ma- gets back in the ring. One, two, three. Enzo wins. Okay, so you said Osprey the first time too when you said he puts his arm over him for the finish, and that's what. Oh, I meant I meant Enzo. Sorry, that was I gotcha. just misspoke. Um, it was cool. So is Osprey part of part of the bank now, Kenny? No, he's still not. 
But he, but, but the thing is, he does have a hold over pretty much like ninety five percent of the company. That's just his main part of the faction, though. So anybody, so anybody can be a part of the, uh, not part of the bank, but can be on his payroll. Okay. Um, I'll give you a four. Okay. Well, I'm the hater this time. Okay. Uh, all right. So my biggest gripe, and we 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 get on on John sim for similar things. You you wrote Enzo, not and en- like Enzo in the slightest. There, you had one line in all of your promos that sounded like it could have been, and then Travis said it was a bad line. So I don't even remember what the, oh, the, the uh, yeah the one two three the, thing. Yeah, there was yeah, nothing was nothing one. about about. I purposely build. did that this time because he previously all the other ones he's been like just normal Enzo, but he's pissed off that he lost his title. So like he's more serious this time. Yeah, but even pissed off Enzo would smack talk and he wasn't really smack talking he was just kind of angrily i mean he not even angrily just annoyingly talking i didn't like it i just didn't like the build i just i just didn't like it uh match was all right i'm going with a mid on this i'm gonna go with a three okay i live with that um okay travis you gave it a four right he walked away yeah, I think he gave it a four. Okay, that was to make sure. And so I had a four point two five. He had a four, and then Mike, you had a three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So John is in the drive-through of KFC, apparently. So, um. So, uh, <laughs> the next build. So on reckoning, Bianca goes into the ring and she calls out Tessa and the rest of the sisterhood. Uh, last week, you three decided to gang up on me because we all know that one on one. I would beat Tessa's racist ass. <laughs> Tessa, get your ass out here so I can beat your ass. Tessa, fabulous Mula, and Sunny come out. So the sisterhood. Tessa says, "You really are the dumb bitch I said you were. Didn't you learn last week when we beat you down and left you laying?" Bianca says, "I learned that you're scared of me." Tessa says, "I'm not scared of anybody, but especially not you. But it's simple math. Or did your ghetto ass school not teach you that?" Three is more than one. Three is more I'm, I'm than assuming one. this hold is on, Tessa. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, this is Tessa. Uh, uh, three is more than one. Bianca says, firstly, I know you think all black people are uneducated, but I graduated from the University of Tennessee and was in a, uh, on the academic honor roll in 2011 and 2012. You dropped out of college, didn't you? Uh, Tessa says, yeah, 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 but I had a lot of stuff going on. But that's not the point. Uh, there's only one of you, and there's three of us, they say, like, as they surround the ring. Bianca says, wow. sure you did. Um, but who says that it was still three on one? Uh, Bianca points to the entranceway. Out comes Sasha Banks, then Awesome Kong, who make their way out to the ring. What yeah. is... It's a race yeah. war. <laughs> what are the uh, the uh, connections between Sasha Banks, Awesome Kong, and Bianca Belair? They're all they're black, all, and they want to beat up some racists. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Continue. They're black, and they want to beat up the racists. Uh, <laughs> so the sisterhood acts as if they're going to engage. Um, 
but then they back out and they like escape through the crowd and they say like not today not today you know heel shit uh bianca kong and sasha are interviewed later that night and talk about how offensive the sister had hood has been sasha says that her and kong couldn't just sit back anymore and watch what was going on bianca says that they proved again how much of a coward they all are the sisterhood all are because now that the odds are even they ran scared but i talked to david arquette and next week i finally get my one-on-one match for the tcw women's championship so the following week, the sisterhood is being interviewed, and it says that Bianca doesn't deserve another title shot. She's already—I've already beaten her multiple times. I am better than her now, and always will be. I and I will prove that tonight. The two have a back and forth classic, and but Bianca has the upper hand and has tested in position for the KOD when Mula gets in the ring and attacks Bianca, resulting in a DQ. Um, and then Sunny and Tessa are all like beating her down or beating her up. Uh, Kong and Mula? Sasha come out. What? Yeah. Was Travis Mula racist in real life? Uh, she was a piece of shit. I'm assuming she was racist. Okay. She used to have <laughs> women out. Yeah. So in the 50s. Oh, that was her. Like, that was yeah, her. Okay. Yeah. You're thinking, I think you're thinking of Mae Young. Mae Young was the good one. Okay. See, I, I never knew. Just two old white ladies. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know which. <laughs> Yeah, so there's the DQ. Also, our Sunny, or all the sisterhoods attacking Bianca, but then Kong and Sasha come out, uh, resulting in a big brawl between all six women. Security has to come out and separate them all. Arquette comes out and says, "If you want to fight, then um, you you can fight at Bound for Glory in a three on three match. Um, so it's going to be Team Bianca versus the Sisterhood. Um, so on the Go Home Show." Bianca's music hits, but out comes the sisterhood pretending to Bianca to be Bianca. Tessa's dresses as Bianca. Sunny dresses as Sasha, and Mula dresses as Awesome Kong. Is and they mock them. You, they're in DX blackface. Bianca comes out and says that they think this is all fun and games, but it won't be at the pay per view. Tessa guarantees the sisterhood will win. And then she'll be done with Bianca forever. Bianca says, since you're so confident you're going to win, let's raise the stakes. If my team wins, I get my one-on-one match with you at Barely Legal. No BS, no interference. Um, Tessa hesitates and says, I accept. But when we beat you, you're done in TCW. Um, you, you, and you, uh, you, Kong, and Sasha are done in TCW. Is that what um, you said and can it? never come back. <laughs> or she calls something else. She doesn't. Uh, Bianca consults with Kong and Sasha for a second and says, "We accept." So the match is made for a three-on-three match at um, Bound for Glory. So it's going to be the spots. So Tessa and Bianca are the first two in the ring, and it looks like they're going to start the match. But then Tessa tags herself out um, to Mula. So Awesome Kong signals that she wants in, and Bianca tags. Um, tags uh, Kong in. So Mula and Kong lock up and neither is budging, but Kong is eventually able to throw her down. Uh, Kong gets Mula in the corner and lands a series of hard punches and then slaps to Mula's chest, followed by a big splash. She takes her over into her corner and tags in Sasha. Sasha hits a snapmare, then a kick to the back of Mula. She goes for a cover, but Mula powers out. Sasha tries to Irish whip Mula, but Mula reverses and hits a big splash in the corner, followed by an over-the-head belly-to-belly. Mula tags in Tammy, 
who hits a series of stomps on Sasha that hits a jawbreaker for a count of two. She tags in Tessa. Tessa hits a butterfly suplex for a two count, then locks in a modified triangle choke, and Sasha struggles but makes it to the ropes. Tessa goes over and mocks Bianca and Kong, who try to get in the ring to distract the in the ring, distracting the ref as Sonny and Mula double team Sasha. Uh, Tessa tags in Mula, who goes for a military press slam, but Sasha is able to wiggle out and it's a Hurricane Rana on Mula and crawls for a hot tag. But Mula manages to tag in Sonny first, who cuts off Sasha and hits a kick to the back and drags her back to her corner. She chokes her with her foot in the corner. Sonny hits a snap suplex and goes for the top rope and mocks the Eddie Shimmy. Then goes for a body uh, body splash because you know Sasha be, does the like Eddie the shimmy when she does the frog splash. But uh, Sasha gets the knees up. Sasha starts to make her way to the corner when Mula goes in to illegally to stop her. But Kong gets in the ring too, and those two brawl till Kong hits a clothesline, sending both of them, um, both her and Mula, flying over the top rope. Sunny manages to grab Sasha's leg, but Sasha hits an insiguri and cross. And tags in Sun and Bianca as Sunny manages to tag in Tessa. Uh, Bianca hops over the rope and delivers a series of hard clotheslines to Tessa, followed by an Irish whip into the corner. And it's a running elbow. She grabs Tessa and hits a delayed vertical suplex and goes for the pin, but only gets a two count. On the outside, Mula and Kong are still brawling during this and end up on the entranceway with Kong countering a Uranagi attempt by Mula and hitting the implant buster in, er, instead off the stage. Uh, Bianca goes for the spear, but Sunny uh, slides in and pushes, pushes Tessa out of the way and gets hit with the spear instead. Tessa then hits four European uppercuts, followed by a jumping cutter but only gets a two count. Tessa knocks Sasha off the apron, then goes to the top and manages to hit Magnum, which is the double knee, um, the, a diving double knee face buster on Bianca, um, which is her finisher, but Bianca kicks out at two. Tessa is shocked and can't believe it. She, go, she goes back up top to hit it again, but this time Bianca spears her out of the air. Uh, Tessa manages to make it to the corner and tags in Sunny. Who slaps Bianca, but then gets, but that just fires up Bianca. Sonny tries to slap her again, but this time Bianca catches her hand and she and says no, then picks her up and positions her for the KOD. Uh, Sonny reaches out to Tessa, who's on the apron, and screams out for her help, but Tessa um, thinks better of it and she drops off the apron and demands the ref to hand her the title and she starts to walk away as Bianca hits the KOD on Sonny for the one, two, Three. Tessa walks to the back, clutching her title as Mula is being attended to um, over off the stage. And Sunny is laid out in the ring, and um, Team Bianca come together and celebrate. So, okay. in the end, uh, Tessa abandons her team. Okay. So, I do like the fact that Bianca got the dub on somebody else that wasn't Tessa, so we can get this match. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think the build was bad either. Match was decent. I'm gonna go with this. It, again, it wasn't perfect. Um, I'm gonna go with a um, four point nine nine will suffice. We're <laughs> <laughs> starting between two numbers. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a four point five. 
Okay. I think, in my opinion, this is the best best uh, part of the event so far. Okay. Yeah, I'm with 4.5. Travis said he gave it a 3.5 because apparently we're all tweeting in our our scores now. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell, Travis. We can see your name. Um. I, I didn't like it as much as Kenny did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all right. I went from wanting to hear the story out to in the beginning of this to let's never hear the story again. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with I'm going to go with a 2.5. So we got 4.5, 3.5, and a 2.5. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, so I'll tell you this now that you're like our this is what actually happened. My original plan was the wager was gonna be as as opposed to Bianca getting like kicked out of TCW as if she lost, Tessa was gonna own her contract. Oh no! Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that would have dropped you down to a point five so fast. <laughs> yeah, that's why I abandoned it. I'm like, I I've already. She wasn't gonna win. Like Tessa was gonna lose. That's... Yeah, but you can't get. Right. Yeah, at that point, if you had did that, you could never come for job ever again for his, <laughs> for, for his hired gun thing. Where you but mine was on. Play. Mine would have been on purpose. His wasn't. Yeah, his in my I still think his was a higher gun, but yours would have been definitely slave. There was nothing there was nothing yeah, that was the whole point that Tessa was gonna try and make Bianca into a slave. Yeah, but I abandoned it at the last time. I abandoned it. I said nope. I've already like gone at past the line. I didn't yeah. need to go even even further. Plus, at this point, this the tide's starting to turn. <laughs> um so so after having their smoothie, their smoothies poisoned at Isaac March, Team Pump is released from the hospital after a few a few days, but isn't uh, medically cleared to compete. So um, like a week goes by. So the following week, they call out Decay um, and demand a match against them. Instead of Decay coming out, Kaylee, Ray, and Finley come out. Kaylee says that Team Pump are just trying to avoid them since they're the number one contenders for the title. Team Pump says they aren't avoiding them but they're dealing with an actual threat to their t- titles. Um, Arquette comes out and makes that match official for that night. So Team Pump uh, wins with Grayson, PD hitting dual Canadian destroyers. Um, so they beat Kaylee and Finley. Um, as they're celebrating, the lights go out. Uh, when they come back on, PD and Grace are both laid out again. The lights dim, and we see written in glow-in-the-dark paint on the ring mat, Decay. Uh, the following week, Team Pump comes out again and calls out the K. PD says they've had enough of your of their we've had enough of your mind games. Come out here and face us and stop hiding behind special effects. Uh, Abyss and Rosemary appear on the screen in the house that looks like it's been torn apart, like it's been ravaged. Uh, Rosemary says, "Team Pump, you two are the epitome of what's wrong with this world." You are high school jocks who bully all the kids who are just a little bit different. And the world praises you, gives you medals and money and love, while it scorns people like me and Abyss because we don't for, we don't fit your social norms. We are looked down on and we're cast aside. 
but that was a mistake because while we might not be as physically strong as you, we are mentally stronger than you can ever dream of. You have all the muscles in the world, but you're nothing more than a scared little boy and a scared little girl hoping that your strength can protect you. It can't anymore. We are your reckoning. Abyss says at Bound for Glory, your time as intergender champions will decay. And then they laugh in unison um, as the camera pans out. And we see little pump laid out uh, with the K Ren in his blood all over the walls of his house. Um, it's announced um, that it will be Team Pump versus the K at Bound for Glory for the Intergender Tag Team Championships. On the go home, um, Team Pump is in the ring, and Team Pump comes to promo saying that the K has it all wrong and that neither of them were bullies in high school, but were the ones actually getting bullied. We both started weightlifting and wrestling as an outlet to let go of our anger and resentment. Resentment. PD says, while Decay held it in and used it to justify horrific acts, um, like attacking an innocent man in Little in Little Pump, Jordan says Little Pump is going to be okay, but what you did to him was uncalled for. But that Bound for Glory is not just about avenging a friend, but defending these titles that we've worked too hard, damn hard for. The only thing that is going to decay is your hopes of becoming the new TCW intergender champions. Uh, so to the match. So uh, this time, normally Little Pump would come out with Team Pump and sing their entrance, but he's not there. So like you just get like the audio version of it. So the match starts with Abyss and PD Williams, with PD going right after Abyss and backing him into the corner. The ref gets in between them and tells PD to let him out of the corner. Abyss comes out and hits a wicked clothesline that floors PD. Abyss hits an over the belly, overhead belly to belly throw, then a running splash for a two count. Abyss Iris whips PD into the corner and hits a running corner body avalanche. PD ducks under a clothesline and hits a drop kick, but Abyss barely moves. He bounces off the ropes and hits another, but again, Abyss doesn't go down. PD goes for a third, but this time Abyss catches him with a black hole slam, and Grace has to break up the pen to retain the title, to not like lose the titles right then and there. Uh, Abyss tags in Rosemary with a fisherman suplex for a two count. Rosemary starts to talk trash to um, PD. Uh, who gets rolled up, uh, but then gets rolled up by Petey for a long two. Uh, Rosemary pops up and hits a swinging neck breaker on Petey. Uh, Petey starts to crawl for a tag, but Rosemary steps on his hand and stomps on it repeatedly, then drags him back into her corner and tags back in Abyss. Abyss hits a big boot on Petey, then a running leg drop for another near fall. Abyss tags in Rosemary, who stomps Petey in the corner. It goes for Nightmare Make Believe, which is a Bronco Buster, but PD manages the move at the last moment. Uh, PD manages to crawl and tag in Grace um, as Rosemary tags in Abyss, and and Grace goes right after Abyss with punches, kicks, and elbows. She bounces off the ropes and shoulder blocks Abyss, and Abyss starts to wobble. She does it again, and this time manages to knock him down, then like hypes up the crowd. It hits a running senton and goes for a cover, but it only gets a two. 
uh, all four are in the ring brawling when Team Pump manages to clothesline decay over the top rope, and then they hit dual suicide dives to the outside. Uh, Abyss goes for a big boot on PD but misses, and PD hits a neckbreaker. PD then hits a springboard leg drop for a two count. He signals that he is going for the destroyer, so he like makes the destroy the destroyer symbol and um attempts it but abyss overpowers him and over and with a back body drop abyss and pd both crawl to their corner and get the hot tag grayson rosemary throws strikes but grace gets the better of the exchange grace hits the mishinoku driver and goes for the pin but only gets a two count on the outside pd jumps off the ring steps to attack abyss but gets caught and abyss hits a choke slam on the outside in the ring, Grace goes for the Grace driver, but Rosemary manages to escape and hit a German suplex. Rosemary goes for the sharpshooter, but Grace manages to fight her off and kick her into the corner. Grace grabs her and hits a spine buster. Grace signals that she's going to end it, and gets, but this gets distracted by Abyss trying to get into the ring, which also distracts the ref, so the ref's like trying to get him out because he's not the legal man um, or person. Grace turns around and Rosemary spits red mist into the eyes of Grace and then hits the red wedding, which is actually the F5, for the one, two, three. The winners in the new TCW Intergender Tag Team Champions are Decay. After the uh, match, Abyss and Rosemary like slither away to the back with the title. Slither? Like, not like you like really creepy. They're creepy on their way to the to the to the back. I didn't like this. Like the like they were snails. <laughs> I didn't like Slytherin. I didn't like I didn't like this. I didn't like Decay. Yeah, I don't like that you had Decay right after Decay KK. I didn't like <laughs> that was a bar. That was a bar. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. I I'm cool on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to sc- to grade because I want to hear everybody else. <laughs> we'll um, save the worst for last, but uh, being a regional TNA hater, I honestly don't know where <laughs> I'm at with this. I really do not know where I'm at with this. Like I heard I it all, but I don't know if it was good or bad. Like I'm just stuck right now. I don't know. <laughs> like, I just want to say I don't know what I just listened to. Um, John said he's giving it a one. Okay, I'm with John. I also give it a one. Okay. I thought I thought I was gonna be the worst one, but also I just about ended the broadcast by accident. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh, uh, John, John also said Slither, and also I look like Mister Rogers. Thank you. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Won't no, you look mine? like no, you look like uh, Peter Parker when he okay got the no when he got the venom in him and he was doing okay. This <laughs> Um, I still don't know what I want to write. Uh, I don't know if I, the promos weren't that like, bad, John. John said the promos were putrid. I don't think I putrid. agree. Again, throw it on the throw it on the fucking throw it on the board. There it was. It was the K being like creepy. I'll say this, right? Like, the, the I most, get creepy. Overall, this this performance this round, your promos have dropped. In yes. comparison to previously, I do I do you, agree with that. The promo you, I think you rushed. Yeah, he didn't have everything written until Saturday. No, I would stuff written before the, Saturday. The product the product suffered because of your rushing. Or yeah. you pulled the yeah. John and decided you weren't trying anymore. And 
No, it's not that I pulled John and wasn't trying, but I've never like been like every you you, you every promo, promo that guy. exists. You're not the promo guy. Yeah, either. I'm not the promo guy. I'm more of the match guy. Yeah. You and Kenny do really good matches. Mike does really good character work. John's here, and I do great. <laughs> John's here. <laughs> yeah, John has swerves. If nothing else, he's got a swerve for us. Yeah, John does have swerves. Yeah, he's in my I wait for the swerve of his head to show own. up because I know he's at home eating that KFC bowl. So now, now, what's well, the KFC bowl's deal? done. He posted the he exactly. posted the live. Um, <laughs> did you? All right, go ahead and rate. I'm still deciding. I, I do not know what I want to rate. I because it's one of those things where it's like because team because team pump were heels at first, right? And no, then, they were they were always baby faces. I thought they were heels too. I thought I they too. were heels too at first. But no, they've uh, been baby faces the whole time. I mm. thought Decay was a baby face. No, Decay was yeah, the I, heels. I thought they were heels, and then in this storyline, they were faces. I don't no. know. I'm all lost. Um, that's why I got a one because he's not doing a good job. No, they no because sense. they were the baby faces when they faced the island. The island was the heels. I forgot who they faced in the the first one. They just did their like intro promo uh, or their vignette, and then yeah. yeah, they've always the team pumps always been baby faces. I always thought they were heels all this time. Um, yeah. let's go. I'm never going as bad as a one. I will say, I'm gonna go with the. 2.25 is one more goal. Take it. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I. So the what story are the scores was weird. So story was really weird. We got two ones and a 2.25. Yeah. I like. <laughs> like the promos are meant to be like creepy, like weird. And because that's uh, what the game is. Which I get, but nothing really stuck with me, though. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. I need you to do me a favor. Yes. The promo, and I couldn't catch where this is, the promo that Decay was giving, like, I think the first promo. Yes. Where did they give that promo at? It was, they attacked Little Pump, and they were, like, in his house, and, like, you pans out, and you see Decay written in his blood. So they did the promo at his house? Yes, so they, like, broke into his house and beat the shit out of him. This is the one that you had with them laughing in unison. Yes. Ew, I, I don't. I forgot about that. They were. Yeah. They wait. Wait. What do you mean by laughing in unison? They were just all laughing, or were they doing the same laugh at the same exact time? They were all. They were laughing like at the same time. Like, okay. I, I, they're not. I like, <laughs> they have like different voices, so it's not. Yeah, that would have been awful. <laughs> I think you could have upped the creepy factor. But I get what you're going for, and that's the only thing I'm really looking at for this. Uh, I'm giving you a 1.65. Okay. okay so, so you're going off the straight potential? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that the I would have watched Decay. I think I would have enjoyed that part, but uh, I, I would have watched for that and seen where it went. Okay. I think it, I think it could have been creepier. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we see Riddle ride his scooter with the title around the, his neck because he won the TCW World Heavyweight Championship. Also, this is not the main event. This is okay. I was gonna say, I was like, so wait, <laughs> like, so are you doing the uh, what you call the title tonight? The death the, title, yeah. 
That's actually the main, the main event. event. Okay, just want to make sure. Let's make sure. So we. So this is the code. Two people are dying tonight. Oh, but we're gonna see. A, we're gonna see a foot hanging from somewhere. It's gonna be nasty. Uh, we Ugh. see Riddle ride his scooter with the title around his neck into the sta- into the <coughs> arena. Um, this is on um reckoning. Uh, he says like hello to the security personnel and they like all congratulating on winning the title. Um, as he's making his way to the locker room, Carlito blindsides him and like attacks him. Um, it says like you, you stole my title and then hits a suplex onto the scooter in the concrete. Uh, Carlito says, I'll see you at Bound for Glory and uh, puts the title on top of Riddle. Um, you, this is either going to be a hit or this is going to be a miss. I'm fully aware of it. <laughs> so, the following, or not quite yet. So, the following week, Carlito has Carlito's cabana. Um, at Eyes at of March, once again, that scumbag John Cena stuck his nose where it doesn't belong, and he cost me my. He cost Carlito his world heavyweight championship. Scumbag, I beat him no. then because of his ego and selfishness. What scumbag though? Yes, yeah, scumbag. Scumbag. Yes. Um, <laughs> he atta- uh, Yeah, because of his ego and selfishness, he attacked me, hit the attitude adjustment, and that pothead Matt Riddle took advantage of my circumstances to cash in his Feast of Fire briefcase. And you and I both know Riddle, you come up with that's a better not cool. thing than just pothead. I got, I, hold, I got, you'll, you might like the next. I'm trying. Thing. I'm trying. Is this, your, it, is this your main event? I, no, 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 no. I just said, no, it's the oh, main event. Well, I didn't yeah. hear it. Kind of like a burnout. You burn um, out. Yeah, 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 something like that. Uh, <laughs> but Cena is gone. And never going to be hurt in TCW. So I'm going to live the rest of my life knowing, um, in the end, Carlito is the better man. And that is cool. Uh, now onto what really matters. This guy, this company needs a guy like Carlito to be its champion. And not a guy like Riddle. Um, so uh, last week, I had to give Riddle a preview of what is going to happen at Bound for Glory. Because he won't be able to face me when I, when I'm hurt, tired and hurt. He'll have to fight me like a man. And we all know Carlito was more of a man than Riddle could hope to be. Carlito being world champion again. Now that is cool. Uh, the following week, it's announced that Riddle will have his own show, Riddle Smoke Shop, with a special guest, Carlito. So the ext- the aesthetic is like a smoke shop. Like so, there's like. Bob Marley posters, there's bongs and some scooters like in the ring. Uh, Riddles, Riddles in the ring. Bro, who would have thought that a pothead from Allentown, Pennsylvania could become world champion? But we did it. The crowd chants, you deserve it. Uh, Riddle says, thank you, bros, but my guest here tonight doesn't agree and he attacked me two weeks ago. Where, where the fuck did Mike go? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he hates uh, you know, so come, come so come on out, Carlito. Riddle welcomes Carlito for welcomes Carlito uh, to the smoke shop. Carlito says, "Cut the crap! What is all this? Is weed even legal in Michigan?" Riddle sh- uh, shrugs his shoulder. We both know the only reason you have that title is because of Cena's attack, not because you're better than Carlito. And now you want to copy Carlito's cabana to mock Carlito? 
Riddle says, it's not a cabana. It's a, it's a smoke shop. Carlito says, if I were you, I would just lay down at Bound for Glory and let me pin you so you don't get embarrassed by Carlito. Uh, Riddle says, you need to... Third person. Carlito would do that, where he would just he would talk about about himself in third person. Okay, he almost he I think I think he did that when he first first came. Yeah, he did that a lot. Like he would talk about he wouldn't say I, he would say Carlito. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I've got a character on my show that talks in third person. I was just seeing if you were doing that, like if that was your input or if it was some like it was pre existing. Yeah, it's pre existing. Um, Riddle says you need to chill, bro. I brought you out here just to talk, um, even though you attacked me from behind. I earned my Feaster Fired briefcase and used it to earn this and holds up the title. And at Bound for Glory, I will beat you and retain that and retain this title. And that is cool. Uh, Carlito says that's that's I say that not you. Carlito stands up, uh, says there's no way you can beat me, bro. And gets in Riddle's face. Uh, Carlito has an apple in his pocket. He takes a bite. Uh, but before he can spit it in Riddle's face, Riddle punches him and he takes him down and mounts him. Uh, Carlito manages to escape momentarily. He tries to grab a bong and hit Carlito with it. Uh, or, sorry, hit uh, Riddle with it. But Riddle manages to duck and hit an RKO out of nowhere. Uh, Carlito like is down uh, as Riddle holds the title over his head. Uh, on the go home show, there's a contract signing between Carlito and Riddle with David Arquette. Uh, Carlito signs first and shoves the pen in Riddle's chest. Riddle signs, then Carlito extends his hand for a handshake. Riddle looks to the crowd, who but then like shakes his hand, but then Carlito spits in his face. Riddle uh loses his cool and goes after Carlito, but Carlito manages to get the upper hand and he hits a uh, sit out spine buster through the table. Uh, Carlito takes the title and he stands tall over Riddle. He didn't hit the backstabber because you hitting a backstabber through a table doesn't make sense because you just put yourself through the table. I got you. Uh, so the match itself. So the match starts with Riddle managing to outtake to, uh, to take down Carlito and out wrestle him. Uh, Carlito slides out of the ring and he calls for a timeout. Uh, Riddle goes for the suicide dive, but Carlito sidesteps it, and Riddle lands hard on the outside. Carlito throws Riddle into the barricade, breaks the count, and then Irish whips Riddle into the still steps um, back first. Carlito gets Riddle back into the ring and locks in a crossface. Riddle manages the roll and almost gets the win, but Carlito just gets the shoulder up. Carlito goes back on the attack, but Riddle... Riddle's back to set up the backstabber. Um, trying like preparing for later on the set for the backstabber. Uh, Carlito hits a swinging neckbreaker, but only again only gets a two count. Carlito whips Riddle into the corner, then goes for the monkey flip, but Riddle lands on his feet and hits a bicycle kick to Riddle as he gets up. Both men are down. Riddle and Carlito both make their way to their feet, and Riddle gets the better of the exchanges and drops Carlito with an elbow. Riddle then hits a deadlift gut ridge suplex. Riddle goes for the flo- uh, the floating bro, but Carlito is able to move out of the way. Carlito hits a flowing DDT for a long two, but Riddle kicks out. 
Carlito hits a springboard back elbow, then drops Riddle into a heap. Carlito hits a springboard moonsault to the back of Riddle and goes and goes for a, count, a pin, but only gets two. Carlito hits a running knee lift, followed by a running clothesline. He then goes for a springboard senton, bomb, a senton bomb, but Riddle counters into a triangle choke, so he count, catches him and locks in the triangle. Uh, Carlito manages to lose his last bit of energy to powerbomb Riddle to escape. So they're both down. Uh, both men make their way to their feet, and they exchange strikes back and forth. Uh, whenever Carlito throws a strike, the, the crowd chants, cool. And when Riddle throws a strike, the chan, the fans chant, bro. Riddle gets the <laughs> Riddle like Riddle uh, gets the advantage. Uh, this time bounces off the rope and runs at Carlito for a bicycle kick, but Carlito counts counters into a, a sit-out spine buster and a pin for a two. Carlito gets up and waits for Riddle to make it to his feet and hit the hits the backstabber. One, two, kick out. Uh, Carlito can't believe it. Uh, Carlito starts arguing with the ref as Riddle gets up, and Carlito runs towards runs into an RKO, but Riddle takes too long to cover, and Carlito manages to kick out. Uh, Riddle manages to get up and crawl to the top rope, and again goes for the floating bro. But Carlito manages to get up, and he hits a avalanche backstabber because he starts the floating bro like turned away. Um. Carlito goes for the pin, but Riddle manages to get manages to get his foot on the bottom rope. Riddle lifts up Riddle by the hair and like smacks him across the face, then goes for the springboard back back elbow. But Riddle is able to catch Carlito and hit a German suplex, then lifts up Carlito and hits a bro to sleep, and covers Riddle or covers Carlito for the one, two, three. And Riddle retains and is still your TCW World Heavyweight Champion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this. I didn't like the promos. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't like the promos on this. But the the match, in my opinion, the match was a five. The match was a five. I like the the bro and the cool part. That part was lit. Um, I think the actual match was good. The right person won. Everything alignment wise was good. I just think the build was lacking. That was okay. like the promo. Like, yeah, I almost had of- them. I almost had them have a cool bro off, like where Carlito would just keep yelling cool, and um, <laughs> Riddle would keep just yelling bro, like Jay Lethal and Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, so I want to go with I'm trying to think of the right score. Um because I feel like with this one, I think the for for it to be a world title, I think the bill was kind of silly. Um, like very, very silly for, for a world title. Um I'm gonna go with a 3.75. Well, 3.75. I like the like I said, the match was fire. Match was fire. It was just like I said, the, the build was lacking and the promos was, was weaker. I tried to make this a little because pretty much most of this has been like serious straight. I tried to have this be a little bit more comedic, especially because yeah. Carlito can be comedic, Riddle can be comedic. So I tried to like like put a little bit of that in there, which I get. But at the end of the day, this is still your world title. 
where I mean, you could make maybe have a goofy moment in there, but this seemed like it was like 75 80 percent goofy. Right. When it when I feel like the world title should have a little be a little bit more prestige to it. Okay. Um, I thought this was okay, but it felt like a mid card feud, and it being in the mid card didn't help that. I can't take them seriously as main eventers if they can't main event. Well, this is the first time that the world title has a main event. Yeah, it. but it's also fun. And there's a reason. Matt Riddle. Just... I feel like that's unfair. I feel like you're doing the thing to Kenny, like where you're saying, oh, well, in real life, they're not a main event. So they're not a main event. You, They're not like, a main event yeah. here because they're, they're not, not a main, main event. event in, they're not main eventing this time. Matt but Riddle's never time, main evented. He technically, no, technically he didn't. did. He did not. No, that's he not how He cashed in at the end. That's not how a main event works. Main event is the, is the match that sells the. Okay, the Carlito has been main eventing every pay per view. I don't care. <laughs> Matt Riddle is the champion. He's never main evented. Well, he's only. He gave it a four. Well, this is his first like pay per view besides winning. I'm not Easter giving Friday. you a terrible score here, Damone. I'm just explaining. <laughs> I'm just explaining my logic here. I'm giving you a three point seven five. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, so I mean, it was, it was solid booking. <laughs> um, uh, John said new champ needed to main event. There's um, a reason why, but yeah, because you're killing 75 people yeah. tonight. <laughs> Somebody's gonna die. <laughs> Fucking ten dollars uh, about to com- uh, commit a mass shooting. I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with three and a half. I'll take it. Um, so we're accomplishing whatever happens next, y'all. So to the to the main event. So the reckoning or the reckoning after Judgment Day uh, opens with a ten bell salute for Mick Foley with Mick's family in the ring and everyone from the locker room out in the entranceway. Like Finn's not there. Um, I need one of you to give me the ten bells. Kenny, Mm -mm. you got. I don't got it. <laughs> One of you dorks, dude, start saying ding. Mike, you can ding. Oh, I was looking at I thought I uploaded a one before. I didn't. I can give you a you're a loser chant if you want. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> you're a loser. I think yeah, I got that. You're a loser. Doing that at uh a dead man's is a t- dead man's ten ball salute. Oh, I didn't <laughs> it's work. wild. That's despicable. Anyway, I'll just do it. Uh ding. Do you want the let's go Cena chant? No. Ding. <laughs> See, that sucks. sucks. Ah, it together. Hey. Look, hold on. <laughs> uh, ding. 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 We're up to six. Ding. At the seventh ding, Finn Balor's music hits. And Finn appears on the toxic truck. Oh, no. Oh no, I know what that is. Why <laughs> are you all so sad? Why are you all crying for a man who sealed his own fate? We tried to warn Mick. We really did, but he didn't heed our advice. Mick killed Mick, not me. <laughs> but you all helped him. You voted for Hangman's Horror. And I just did what I needed to to defend my death championship. And honestly, 
We have zero regrets. Now, we hope every one of you knows you should never step in the ring with the death demon, Finn Balor, because it very well may be your last match. Damn. So then it, like, cuts out, like... Um, so then later on that night, Edge comes out to the ring and gives an impassioned speech. I know I don't work here, and I'm sure Ted DiBiase Jr. won't be happy about me doing this, but this is bigger than brands or companies or anything like that. This is about common human decency. Every time we step into this ring, we risk our lives and put our bodies on the line, and we all understood that. Mick Foley understood that and risked his body probably more than anybody else in the history of this business. And ultimately, he died for this business. And, and while we're all extremely sad and we'll miss him, we at least, at least we know he died doing what he loved, and that's wrestling. But for that piece of crap, Finn Balor, to interrupt a moment that was meant to honor uh, Mick and to mock his death, that pisses me off. Finn, your actions led to the death of a man, a father, a husband, a friend, my friend. And for you to show zero remorse tonight makes me want to beat you, beat the living hell out of you. Me and Mick Foley, we had our ups and our downs, but at the end of the day, I looked at him as a friend and a mentor. When I first joined WWE, he was one of the first people to come up, shake my hand, and take me in and teach me about the business. That you could do things the right way and still get to the top. He was one of the purest and good-hearted uh, good people this business has ever seen. Excuse me. And you murdered him in cold blood. And for what? So you can keep that title? Is the title worth a man's life? He hesitates, hoping like Finn will like respond or show up or anything, but nothing happens. So Finn, it doesn't really matter if it's here, DPW, or anywhere else. You can name the place and the time. I will get my hands on you, and I will make sure you pay for what you did. Uh, later in the night, David Arquette is about to be interviewed by Joy Taylor when two agents from the FBI show up, and they tell David they need to talk about what happened with Finn and McFoley. Uh, David like tells Joy she needs to get out, and they close the door. So over the next three weeks, like whenever anyone asks David about the investigation into Mick's death, uh, Finn or the death division, he says no comment. Edge over social media, like he's calling out Finn, but he's getting no like response. So the week after, uh, the March TCW and the F FBI release a joint statement stating that upon review of the tape and the evidence. Uh, Mick Foley's death was an unfortunate accident and that no one was legally at fault. The death division is allowed to continue, but the Hangman's horror match is officially banned and will never happen again. Uh, Edge, Edge has a match on DPW's Thursday Night Throwdown and he wins when suddenly the lights go out and the death demon reappears and stands over Edge, who is on the ground holding his neck. Finn tells Edge, this is your only warning. I already buried one legend six feet under. Don't make me do it again. The following week, Finn def defends the death title in an I quit match against Superhuman. 
and wins in dominating fashion. Uh, after the match, Finn continues to attack Superhuman until Edge comes out from the crowd and he spears him, forcing Edge to roll out of the ring. Edge checks on Superhuman and says, Last week, Finn, you told me you already buried a legend six feet under. Don't make me do it again. And that gave me an idea. At Bound for Glory, Edge versus Finn Balor in a Buried Alive match. Finn smirks and shakes his head yes. Uh, David Arquette is asked about this match happening on Busted Open Radio and says <laughs> while he... That's the name of the show. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't know about that. And says while uh, he's hesitant to make the match, both men understand the risk and have agreed to it. And it's made clear that TCW will not be held liable for anything that happens as a result of the, of the match. So it's made official for Bound for Glory. Uh, on the Go Home show, Edge tells Arquette to book him a tune-up match tonight because he needs to get into a dark place for his for this Sunday. So it's Edge versus the original Sheik and a barbed wire massacre match um, for that night. Edge wins by spearing Sheik into a through a barbed wire, barbed wire table. After the match, Finn appears on the Toxitron. Edge, we've always liked you, even respected you until now. You're posturing for these people to show how good of a friend you and Mick were. But we watched you beat that man into a bloody pulp and then spear him into a flying table. Yeah, here you stand judging us for doing whatever it takes to defend our championship. When both of us know you've done anything to win in your career. This death championship means more to me than life itself. And you want to take it away from me? Just like Mick, I tried to give you a warning and out, but you refused to take it. And just like Mick... At the end of your match, you will end up buried and your family will mourn. The camera pans out to Finn laying flowers on the grave of Mick Foley and then the feed cuts out. Uh, so to the match. So there's on the stage, there's a graveyard um, on the side of the stage with a empty up empty plot for the loser of the match to be placed into. To win, you have to put your opponent in the grave then there's a there's an ex, ex, uh, excavator with dirt in it. Uh, you have to pull the lever, and the dirt will fall into the grave, burying your opponent alive. Uh, Edge is seen leaving his locker room, and Beth Phoenix approaches him and tells him she loves him and that she wishes he wouldn't do this, but she gets it. She just wants him to promise he'll be coming home. He promises, promises her that and then embraces, and he makes his way to the ring wearing white and red gear. Uh, next comes Finn, who is wearing black and white uh, paint. Uh, before he can get into the ring, though, Edge goes right after him with hard punches and throws him into the steel steps. Edge goes for a running knee to Ed Finn's head as he's seated against the steps, but Finn manages to avoid it, and Edge goes flying over the steps and grabs his knee. Finn gets up and grabs a chair and wells on Edge's knee, then goes for and like then like does the like demon pose. Uh, Edge manages to crawl into the ring, and Finn follows him in. Follows him in. Um, Edge manages to grab him as he uh, he's coming into the ring, and he hits a desperation impaler DDT. Uh, so to the spots, 
Uh, Finn has the advantage and hits a float over DDT onto an open chair, busting Edge open. He grabs Finn, he grabs Edge by the hair and lands hard, closed fist punches and shows his bloody fist to the crowd. Uh, Finn hits a running knife edge chopped at Edge after Edge tries to make a comeback, cutting him off. Uh, Edge counters a brain a brain buster attempted by Finn. Finn hits a Northern Light suplex. Edge hits a Edgematic on the outside. He then grabs a kendo stick and hits Finn with it until it breaks in half. Uh, Finn rakes the eyes of Edge, then hits a sling blade onto the exposed hardwood on the outside. He then clears the rebuild announce table and puts Edge on it, puts Edge on it, and hits a brain buster onto the table, but it doesn't break. Uh, Finn sets up Edge for the shotgun drop keg through the barricade, but Edge manages the move at the last second causing Finn to go flying through the barricade himself. Uh, Edge locks in Anti-Venom, which is the standing arm triangle, um, and Finn begins to fade and appears to pass out. Edge begins to drag his body towards the grave and tries to throw him in, but uh, Finn um, like revives and hits a Pele kick. Uh, Finn takes a, sh- a shovel that's near the grave and swings it for Edge's head, but Edge like barely mo- avoids it. Uh, Finn drops it and grabs Edge and hits a DDT onto the entrance ramp. Finn tries to throw Edge into the grave, but Edge fights him. Hold on one second, I lost a spot. Um... Finn tries to throw Edge into the grave, but Edge fights him off and hits a big boot, then a spinning heel kick. Uh, Edge Irish whips. Finn into the excavator. Uh, Edge goes over to the audience and grabs two chairs. He hits Finn in the head with the steel chair, busting the demon open. He then puts Finn's head down and hits a one-man concerto, uh, then takes a deep breath as Finn stops moving. Edge starts to drag his lifeless body over to the grave, but at the last second, Finn stops him from by kicking him in the knee that was injured earlier. Uh, both men are down. Finn then rises up. And um, grab and like has a second win. Um, Finn grabs the chair and hits Edge in the back with it, and then hits a DDT onto the chair. He then grabs the other chair and hits a concerto that to Edge. Finn picks up Edge and hits the reverse bloody Sunday onto the entrance ramp. He then gets up and starts to drag Edge into the grave. He lifts Edge up again to hit the bloody Sunday off the upper part of the stage. So like they're on the upper part of the stage. And the grave is like below them. Um, so he's going to try and hit the Bloody Sunday off the stage into the grave. Uh, Beth comes out and she begs Finn not to do it. Like, stop, stop, please don't. Uh, Finn like pushes Edge down to the side and like goes towards Beth. She pleads with him and says, you win, you win. Just, just let him go. Just let him go. Uh, Finn doesn't say anything, but then he grabs her by the throat and starts to choke her. Finn then grabs her and puts her in position for the Bloody Sunday DDT um, as she's struggling to break free and like he sticks his like tongue out like and like he's gonna do it to her. He's gonna hit it on her. Uh, but right before he hits it, Edge comes flying in and spears um, Finn off of the ramp or off the stage into the grave. Uh, and like Beth like falls to the side. Um, so they fall into the grave. Um, like they reap the uh, they replay the the spear several times on the broadcast, um, and it cuts back, and neither man is left the grave. Uh, Vampira says he's not sure if either man will be able to make it out of this match. 
we then see someone start to pull themselves out of the grave, and it's Edge, who manages to get out of the grave and stumble over to the excavator and pull the lever, and the dirt falls on top of Finn, burying Finn alive. The winner and the new Death Division champion is Edge. Beth goes over the Edge, and the two hug and like embrace, and um, Edge says he did it for Mick. Uh, Noelle Foley comes out and she hands him hands the title um, to Edge, who hesitantly takes it, and then he raises the title over his head as this uh, show fades to black. All right. So, can you explain to me why this had to go last? I want to hear from you. Because it's a bury the live match. It's kind of hard to do a bury the live match. And then follow it up with a regular match. So don't do a regular match after it. I didn't have any juice to do like a like the Carlito and the Carlito and um Riddle. Riddle uh, match didn't have like there was no need for a stipulation. It would have been doing a stipulation just to do a stipulation. This was meant to be as, like heartfelt and like that's why this went on last because it's buried alive. It's hard. I didn't want to do a buried alive and then oh we buried we just buried Finn and then <laughs> now we're gonna do Matt Riddle and Carlito in a regular like match because they didn't have a reason to like have a street fight or anything like that. I don't know. I I felt like, I feel like the placing is off the whole thing. Personally, uh, I still think your main event should have been the main event. And I, I mean, I think your championship should have been the main event. Um, this is—it's not a buried alive pay per view. It's nothing was themed around it. Yes, I, 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 I yeah. Well, why does it have to be buried themed around buried alive? To be the final match of it, I think it. Personally, I think it does. I think it should be themed around it. Um, okay. It's the. I feel like the the ten bell salute could have been the beginning of the 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 show. Um, it was at the beginning of it was so Meg dies and then the show right after like the 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 weekly show right after is when the tell ten bell salute happens and that's okay. when Finn interrupts it. Got it. Um, so it's like immediate. I I just feel like it was just out of place. I I feel like you've been placed better on the card, and your main event could have been the main event. Um, I didn't think the the match was bad. I like the match. I'm gonna go with the. I'm just gonna go with the straight three. Okay. Travis, you go next. I'm gonna I'm go five. I loved it. Thank you. I thought it was great. Um, I don't know. I don't. Because you said he he did he really die or did he fake die? Who really Finn? They really or had Mick, Mick die. Which he one? Really... Who really? Who who died? Well, well, Mick. Mick's dead. Like dead, dead. Like never coming back. Okay, so. But it was in, in my the opinion, of, it was in the course of a match. So legally, like 
it's not a, like, <laughs> it's not illegal. It happened. No, in a I mean, it's it's I, still I legal. Like, There's still murder charges, but that's fine. Yeah, the FBI invest. That's what the FBI investigated. They don't need to investigate. They see. You but, yeah, but was, Mike, he, Mike, 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 Ray Mysterio killed somebody and didn't get arrested. Yeah. But wasn't that in Mexico? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's, what does that have to do with anything? But I did yeah, he give him the heart attack? He did killed he him. Heart he died. Did he, he give him the heart he attack? Died on, he died because of the six one nine. Yeah, he killed him with his move. He'd have yeah, a heart. We're attack. probably he talking died. about two, we're talking about two different things. He killed two people. Apparently, is Ramos the most dangerous person ever? Um, so I'm gonna say this the reason I ask, did that did he really die? Is because <laughs> it, it really changes the whole funeral scene. Because it's like, remember how Big Boss Man was fucking dragging the old boy's yeah. uh casket? It just has yeah. that kind of feel to it. If it if he didn't really die, no, he's but, dead. But he really died, then it comes off as not only insensitive, but it's just like, I don't know. It just seems like it's doing a lot to try to put a person over as a heel, in my opinion. So that's why, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying when I, uh, when I say that. Uh, you mean like murder? Murder is... Yeah, I mean, that's just why, like, in order for us to boo him, he has to murder someone. It's just like... Uh, I'm gonna go with because the, it's match, a, the, the match was good. The match was good. The build is just with it just being like, a real murder. That's what's getting to me. It's the fact that it's a real murder. With it, with it being a fake murder, it's like damn, this dude, this dude just don't care, or whatever. But with the, with it being a real murder, it's like all right, dude, like you kind of. You wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to be the point. Like I, Finn's I know, but he, he's lost his damn mind. That's why he always he keeps saying we instead of I. Like he's it lost just, his, I can't his damn mind. Him as a heel. When it's like it's not it's not like okay, you're playing an evil person. You're you, you actually are being an evil person. It's just that I can't it's two different things in my opinion. So I'm just gonna go with because that changes everything. I'm gonna go with a a solid two. With a solid two, I just don't. I don't know. I don't like him trying to capitalize on somebody that I. I've never really. That was never a thing that was good to me. Like even when like I remember Randy Orton, they tried to make Randy Orton talk shit about Eddie Guerrero after he died, and like it, it just comes off. It's like it's it's cheap heat in my opinion, and that's what and that's what that felt like. And it was just a whole storyline based around that. And I just I don't know. I wasn't really feeling that. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, the whole thing is Finn's <laughs> let the demon overtake him, like. And gone too far. Yeah. But yeah, that was Bound for Glory. Mike, okay. this is where you do your job. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you just said it. Give me two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that is book it for this week. We're gonna go ahead and give plugs. John gave it a 3.25. I meant to say that. Um, you can follow me on Bad Guy Spoken on all social medias. Um, I forgot we said Mick, Mick killed Mick. I'm thinking about if, 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 what if they would have had a uh, a match between. Uh, never mind. I'm not. I was gonna, gonna have. I was gonna have 
After oh, Owen Hart died, somebody fights the guy that's... I, I was going to have... The I biggest heel have... of the company is the guy that, that worked the pulley. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was going to I was going to have at one point, but I decided not to do it, have like the music for Mick play, and then uh, uh, Finn come out. Yeah, that would have been awful. If you he can only that. do that if it's a fake death, Damone. I think that's that's what I'm saying. It's at. like it's like it comes off as just it's just really insensitive. <laughs> like, well, it's that's what is just the whole show is insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're the real bad guy. Yeah, I would say y'all got fucking murders, and y'all be like, "Yep, we did it." <laughs> 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 I'm sure the damn funeral. I got away with it. That's just like damn. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on all bad guys spoken or. Uh, all social media is at Bad Guy Spoken, and um, check out the Bad Guy Spoken podcast on YouTube. Travis, follow me on all social media at I am T. That's at I A M T R A V V Y T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Damone, uh, I be tweeting in TikTok, and you can follow me on both at Dumb Money T One Three. So it's D A M O N E Y T One, the number one, the number three, and you can follow all the T One Three media. Or you can follow T13 Media on TikTok at T13. So that's T, the number one, three spelled out. You can find me on Twitter, hi-fi underscore Mike. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13media.com. It's the letter T, the number one, three spelled out, media.com. Rate reviews on I, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Golden Rule is five or fuck off. And that's Book It. I gotta find the song. All right, see ya. Bye.